Welcome to the Podcasting Tech Coach Podcast. Every episode will give you a tip, a trick, or a technique to make your podcast the best it can be. Here's your host, Mike Dell, the Podcasting Tech Coach. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. This is Mike, your Podcasting Tech Coach, doing a mobile edition. This is just to uh, demonstrate that you can podcast from anywhere. And in this case, I am driving along the shores of Lake Michigan on US 31 uh, between Charlevoix and Petoskey, Michigan, heading back towards my home base of Traverse City, Michigan. So (laughs) just to let you know that, uh, like I said, you can podcast from just about anywhere. And uh, today I'm using a Roland R-05 uh, recorder with a XLR to stereo mini jack cable. That's uh, an adapter cable that runs from my microphone to the uh, mic in jack on the top of the recorder. It's kind of a special cable, but you can uh, order them on Amazon and uh, through a lot of audio uh, guitar audio places like Guitar Center or B and H or I don't know. There's tons of them. I'll I'll throw a, a link in the show notes to the cable I'm using, and I'm also using my trusty ATR2100 microphone. In this case, in the XLR mode instead of the USB mode. And uh, yeah, I realize I haven't podcasted very often uh, but there are big things are coming and uh, a little bit of a rebranding I'm still gonna hedge a little on that and uh, just let you know that the rebranding will happen in the next month or so but uh, not to worry you will uh, be able to receive this podcast uh, under its new name and or the old name at the same feed, or your feed will update automatically. And when I when I do that, the first episode will be how to change your feed so that you don't lose any subscribers. But that's going to be, like I said, probably in about a month. Uh, now being the middle of March 2014, so I would guess sometime around the middle of April 2014. Uh, stay tuned for announcements on that but I'm gonna try you know a couple different ways I'm gonna use this uh, mic setup this tends to work pretty good I I do my other podcast Mike Dell's world this way quite a bit Uh, my former well sort of former current part-time job former full-time job as a courier I spent a lot of time on the road and this was the best time to both listen to podcasts and to create content. You know, it's, it's kind of a stream of consciousness sort of thing usually when you're driving down the road because you don't want to be reading off of show notes or anything of the sort. <laughs> In fact, my last Mike Dell's World, I was on a trip to Marquette, Michigan, which is way in the northern part of the Upper Peninsula. And... Uh, I, 
I'd start and stop it. You know, I, I started as I was leaving in the morning and record 10, 15 minutes, and then uh, a little further up the road, recorded a little bit, and even got a recording of the uh, bridge information for the Mackinac Bridge, and, you know, just, just neat little stuff like that. It's, you know, you got to make it fun, you know, depending on your subject. Yeah, you know, if you're doing a highly technical podcast, such as this one can be, you don't want to be driving down the road. We're walking around. I've done that too, you know, just uh, load the recorder up uh, with good batteries and make sure the card's got room on it and uh, just take off and use the internal microphones. Now, in the vehicle, the uh, microphones that come with the R-05 or that are built into it don't sound that great because you pick up a lot of noise and you know sometimes you want that background noise and sometimes you don't i mean even this way it picks up some road noise you can probably tell that i'm driving now i have done it to where you couldn't tell and the way you do that is you just turn down the input level and record really low uh you know record way below your your normal range there and then uh, you uh, boost it up in uh, post editing but if you don't want to do a lot of post editing you try to get it as close to normal as as possible you know uh, I like to record it somewhere around minus 6 to minus 12 and then maybe boost it up to minus 3 but sometimes I'll go even lower than that you know if I want to eliminate the the road noise or the background noise but this is you know a great way to to podcast uh, you get a little strange looks if you're in a town or something you got the mic stuck up in your face i and i'm hand holding the mic just like i uh, would be normally uh talking on a mic if i was standing on a stage or or whatever of course if i'm at my home studio i've got a, a boom and a little bit different mic uh, Got the uh, Heil PR40, which uh, tends to be a pretty popular podcasting mic uh, and broadcasting. I know of at least a couple of uh, national broadcasters that use them, but uh, they're on par with the RE20, the RE320 from Electrovoice. Both of those are uh, good studio mics. And uh, I think it's SM78. I'm not positive on that. The Shure uh, big diaphragm dynamic mic. And as I've said before, I, I do recommend dynamic microphones rather than condensers. And that's the other thing. This uh, Roland recorder has uh, dynamic or has uh, condenser mics. Yeah, excuse me. And that's another reason why it's not really good if you want to cut back on the the uh, background noise especially while driving or riding in a vehicle or an aircraft or, or whatever have you <laughs> actually done one from an airplane once uh, not a very long podcast because it was a little weird for the person sitting next to me and on the airliner <laughs> but hey what can you say but the uh 
mics on the record. Whoa, geez. See, you got to watch it when you're driving, too. And some guy uh, just about run me off the road to <laughs> the other way. And see, I don't edit a lot, so you, I, I won't edit that out. And luckily, I didn't say something uh, other than whoa. <laughs> Had he come closer, I probably would have, and then I would have edited. Because uh, I don't need to earn the explicit tag for this particular podcast. But as I was saying, the condenser mics in the recorder itself work really great if you're doing like a an interview at a restaurant. And you just set the thing on the table and it gets both people quite well and or multiple people quite well and you know gives you kind of the ambience of the place as long as it's not you know loud with a bunch of music in the background or whatever but you know in most restaurants uh, that's not generally a problem and then uh, another time it's good is like if you're outside you know say you're uh, walking you know I do it a lot while I'm walking we got a uh, recreational trail right by my house that goes up through the woods so it's it's fairly quiet most of the time and you can hear the birds singing and the and this and that one good one thing you do want to do though is uh, put on some sort of a windscreen uh, the Roland recorder as well as the zoom recorders uh, both come with uh, a little uh little windscreens, you know, little foam covers that cover the microphones, keeps, you know, some of the breeze out. I wouldn't say all of it, but keeps some of them out, some of it out. And I also put a, you know, foam ball on the end of this mic. It doesn't come with one, but you can go to Radio Shack. If your Radio Shack's still open, I hear a bunch of them won't be very soon. But uh, I think they were like four bucks or something for a... Uh, whatever you know, those foam balls that go on the end of the mic, and it just cuts down on the breath noise and the, uh, you know, and the uh, what do they call that? Uh, can't can't think of it right off the top of my head, but <laughs> there is a term for uh, words and sounds that uh, cause uh, popping peas and and uh, so on. Hopefully I've taken care of most of that uh, in, with this setup. And back when podcasting started, uh, there were quite a few people that were doing what's called a sound-seeing tour. <laughs> and they would just you know walk around and describe what they were seeing and, or driving and describe what they're seeing. Uh, you know, one of the more popular podcasters who's still at it, uh, Father Roderick Van Hogan, over in the Netherlands, uh, got his start uh, doing uh, a podcast where he would carry his uh, Sony uh, digital tape recorder. I forget what they call them, DAT recorder, I think, or I don't know, so, some Sony recorder thing. And he was uh, around about the time that Pope John Paul II passed away, I think. I don't know something, some some big thing going on in the Vatican, and you know he did a lot of sound seeing tours in in the Vatican and in Rome, and that got to be fairly popular. And uh, there were other podcasts that that's all they did was sound seeing tours. Uh, my friend Tom Wiles, uh, otherwise known as Trucker Tom, used to do a lot of that while driving 
down the road in his uh, big semi truck. I don't know how much of that he does while driving anymore. I, I listen to his show quite a bit, but I don't catch every one. Uh, now most of the time I think he does it while he's parked and he talks a little bit about trucking and a, and a lot about everything else. <laughs> but uh, And he's got probably the most episodes of anybody I know. Uh, he's somewhere in the 1800s uh, and his episodes are rarely less than 45 minutes. So uh, he can he can talk. <laughs> I can too, but I tend to not be as as regular as I want to be as far as uh, keeping up with the podcast, as you've noticed if you're subscribed. <laughs> but hopefully uh, here in a month we get this rebranding done and uh, get the get a few other things cooking in the right direction. Uh, get on a, a good schedule that way uh, you'll be able to carve out particular times to keep up with the podcasting world such as it is so I'm going to go ahead and pause this and I'm going to come back uh, in the same setup minus the mic and cable and we'll see how the internal microphones sound on this Roland recorder Okay, I'm back, uh, this time without the external microphone and using the internal microphones on the Roland recorder. And I, I'm sure you notice a lot more road noise. And you hear me going over the frost heaves in the road. And you might even catch the beagle uh, running around in the van here. <laughs> Yeah, dog banjo is with me and of course he has to go from seat to seat to seat and uh, his collar's clanking and whatever else but that's you know that that could be a good thing or a bad thing with these condenser mics you know uh, depending on you know your environment when you record if you're going to use a recorder such as this to record routinely you probably want to get in a quiet spot or at least a spot with some nice ambiance. Uh, talking about people like that, I, I can't remember the guy's name right off the top of my head. He was in Ohio somewhere, I know that. But he used to go out in the middle of his field. He had a, he was a, a farmer, and he did just a little uh, audio blog, you know, personal podcast, and he had a. Uh, recorder with built-in condenser mics like this. I don't remember what brand. Like I said, this was probably 2006, so podcasting was still relatively new. And uh, it sounded great. You know, every once in a while you'd hear a, an airplane flying over, or a bird, or you know, I remember one time you could hear a horse whinnying in the background. It just had really neat ambiance. But with these recorders, you, you do get the full effect and the other thing that happens is uh, this is like true stereo and when you record with the external mic it's uh, joint stereo or mono in two channels I guess <laughs> so you get the same thing on the left channel as you do on the right channel with uh, the internal mics here you get true stereo and if I turn 
the recorder this way it'll come out from one side more than the other and if I turn it back the other way you know it's kind of a, a neat effect I, I wouldn't do it a lot just because that would drive people crazy remember one podcast I listened to one episode of it was uh, it's co-hosted and they had uh, host number one on the left side and host number two on the on the other side and that was just really hard to listen to especially with earbuds it wasn't too bad if you were listening to it on speakers but it was I mean it would cause a headache I think and it's kind of a, a neat effect, but it wouldn't uh, work for me. And what I would do in that case, say, you know, I use this to record at a restaurant where, you know, a couple people on each side of the table, I would take that and make that into a mono file and then separate it back into two tracks for joint stereo. And, uh, you know, that way, you know, everything's coming out of everywhere, but... Anyway, your, your mileage may vary, and, and uh, who knows? Also, when recording music with these things, uh, kind of that's kind of neat because you know if you set it in the middle of the the group, done that before, where you know, the banjo player and the bass player on one side, and the guitar player and the singers on the other side, and kind of left it that way just because it sounded neat, but. Said that your mileage may vary. Let me go back to the uh, other setup. Okay, back on the uh, external microphone. I think I got it set roughly the same. Well, by the time you hear it, it'll roughly be the same because I will normalize it and all that good stuff in post. And like I said, I normally don't do a lot of post editing because I, you know, I have everything set up. You know, I've got a couple little things I do. I like to. You know, apply some multi-band compression and and uh, you know that kind of thing, and you know maybe tighten up some of the beginnings and endings of segments if I do record in segments. But a lot of times I <laughs> just turn on the mic and talk, and you know there's different ways of doing it. I got a, a friend that uh, when he podcasts he you know does every segment different and then he puts the music in afterwards if he puts music in and he uh, you know does it all in pieces and then puts it all together in post editing and we've got another friend that he flips the switch records hits stop encodes uploads and he's done i mean you know he does an hour and 10 minutes twice a week and he probably spends five minutes on post-production, if that. You know, I don't think he applies anything to it other than he might, you know, cut the ends if uh, you know, if he had a, a little bit of a weird start or, or you know, didn't shut the recording off uh, right at the end. And, but for the most part, he's uh, no, no uh, post-production for him. And, you know, both ways work. There used to be a, a guy, and I don't know if he still does it. I, I have to look for it. But uh, he did a little uh, weekly trivia show, and, I mean, it was the most produced thing I ever heard. It was, you know, the wall of sound. I mean, it was never a dull moment, and it worked for him. You know, and then there's those of us that, you know, are more conversational style. 
and uh, you know I don't I'm not as organized as as some people are I have a list of things that I like to you know have in front of me when I'm recording but I don't do scripts and I don't do uh, anything like that and that's just because I don't sound natural when I'm reading a script uh, you know I can if I really work at it but you know who wants to work that hard you know for something that isn't you know uh, how, how should I say this uh, isn't professional I get well it's, it is professional but it's not uh, I don't know I guess I guess we'll try to think of a good word for that but you know a lot of us are in this uh, as a hobby and some of us are in it to, to make money and some of us do it for a living and I'm kind of you know in both worlds I do a little bit for a living uh, mostly on the technical side not the uh, on-air side and I do a little bit here you know like at some point I'll probably have sponsors uh, or at least a sponsor I, I don't want to garbage it up with uh, a bunch of sponsors but you know enough to pay the uh, hosting fees and whatnot and yeah that kind of thing but that's just you know everybody should should do a little of that or if nothing else, throw up a PayPal button and uh, ask for help. <laughs> People do that. and There's this new thing out, well, not so new, but new in the sense that happened in the last year or so is Patreon. And I was thinking about getting into that. Uh, there's quite a few people uh, doing it, and you know, it's just a way of ongoing support for a show that you like. Or for your show, if you you know want to go that route as f for monetization, you know people can pledge you know a couple bucks an episode or or a couple bucks a month or or whatever you know up to certain levels you can set up and and uh, you know a few people that are are quite successful on that. In fact, <laughs> there's one out there right now that I I, I could live comfortably on what they're getting a month on uh, Patreon. <laughs> So, and the one thing about that is it's very public. Uh, if you support somebody on Patreon, uh, you know exactly what they're getting per episode or per month or or per whatever. And uh, it's, you know, sometimes amazing. But, uh, you know, that's uh, tip not typical, I'm sure. Because, uh, you know, you, you look through that and... There's very few people making a ton of money on there, but I'm sure there's some, and I know there's one. <laughs> and, uh, more power to them, uh, definitely. And let's see other podcasting topics. Uh, Blueberry, uh, the hosting and uh, podcast community, Blueberry.com. No ease. Uh, of course, you know I'm part of that community and uh, I also do tech support for them so that uh, that's where I get the uh, technical side but they put out a uh, what do you call it affiliate program uh, just recently and so 
I'm going to have an affiliate link on the website at podcastingtechcoach.com and the new website once the rebranding happens. But the uh, the gist of it is, if you're you know thinking about using Blueberry for a media host or you want to get in on the paid statistics, uh, you go over there, you click the link, you sign up, and you get one month for free of whatever program your your whatever level of hosting you you require. And not only that, but you know I get a little bit of a kickback for sending you over there so it's a win-win situation you get 30 days free i get a little uh coffee money and and uh you know it doesn't cost you any more in fact it costs you a month less (laughs) so that's a a good deal so go check that out it's not really an ad I'll, i'll have something a little more formal in future episodes for uh that little bit of sponsorship i guess you'd call it but uh, Blueberry hosting is, is real handy. Uh, I use it. Uh, and if you use WordPress and, and the PowerPress plugin, which if you've listened to my prior episodes, I highly recommend that as the best way to uh, own your own uh, brand and, uh, you know, have your own domain and, you know, your feed has your brand in it and everything about your podcast is, is you or your brand. And through Blueberry hosting, that's all the same, you know, that they don't, uh, they don't control any of that. They just, uh, give you a good place to put your files where they're going to be downloaded fast, streamed fast. And a good way of keeping track of how many downloads you've had and and all that with the stat system. And the other benefit to it using PowerPress is you don't ever have to leave your web page to post an episode. Whereas, you know, with some of the other hosts, you know, uh, media hosts, you have to upload via FTP or through their proprietary uh, uploader or whatever and and a lot of that a lot of the time it's you know instead of your feed it's, it's their feed so if you ever want to switch hosts then you gotta go through the hassle of changing your feed which like i said i'll cover as the first show after the rebranding and because uh, i'm going to be doing just that so if it's successful you won't notice it other than you'll notice that the name has changed to protect the guilty (laughs) or the innocent, whatever the case may be. So anyway, I got about another, uh, oh, I don't know, another 20 miles or so to drive, and I I think I'm going to flip on the stereo and listen to a podcast myself. So thanks for listening, and uh, sorry for the lack of episodes lately. But uh, sometimes it just can't be avoided. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode of the Podcasting Tech Coach. Thanks for listening to the Podcasting Tech Coach podcast. If you have a question to be answered on the show, then click on the Leave a Voice Comment tab on the website at podcastingtechcoach.com or you can email your questions to Mike at mikedell.com.